as we welcome along our wellness advisor, Philip Rankin, and a very special guest, Kirsty Bedner, is back with us. Kirsty Bedner, welcome. Um, there's only 400 of these practitioners in the world, and right here, right now, Dave, we've got one of them with us to Great. talk about ge- genetics. Oh, okay, great one today. The benefits of genetic testing we'll be looking at. Yes, Kirsty, welcome. It's just really amazing and, and exciting information that you've come across. Uh, genetic testing, um, great news. Talk, tell us, start us off. Where do we go? Well, this fit genes testing I do, it uses a person's DNA to identify their genetic predispositions in regard to their fitness and health and nutrition. So this information, I use it to then compile a personalised targeted program designed to really just improve their health. The the fun, in the pursuit of wellness and perfect health, you've really got a handle on it. You know, in a sense, that it's not guessing. That's exactly right. Yeah, we can be much more specific. And when we're looking at the genetic testing... If you think of it a bit like a light switch, we're looking at which of your genes need turning up and which need turning down. For example, if your antioxidant genes are not functioning well, then we need to turn them up. And we do that through diet and the right nutritional supplements and exercise. And if your inflammatory genes are adversely impacting your health, then we want to turn them down. And that, there we can influence that by eliminating the things that are causing inflammation while prescribing the right nutritional supplements and exercise specific for that person. Really wonderful information. I mean, we're, we're, we're confronted now with disabilities and disease, etc. Exactly. And you're really, really tapping into now down to the very, is it cellular? DNA? How, how, how do you yeah. test through it? Is it via blood? blood it's through saliva. Right. saliva. So we okay. do a cheap saliva swab and that gets sent away to a lab and we do a panel of 54 genes that influence um, several different areas. And it's exactly right what you just said, Philip. We've got amazing advances in modern medicine and we're living a lot longer, but we're living with much poorer quality of health. Is and it a detailed report that's returned back a to you? A very detailed yeah. report, yep. So we then have a look at what areas that someone has a potential problem with and then we can advise on the right type of um, intervention there to support that. And so is this, um, is it, there's a couple of things you mentioned, epigenetics? Yes, that's correct. So epigenetics, so with our genes, so we've, we've found about in 2003 when the Human Genome Project was completed, that we have around 25,000 genes, which was quite a surprise for most of the scientists because we have little more genes than an earthworm. Um, So this led to another whole science called epigenetics Mm -hmm. as to how our genes express. You know, that's what makes us as complicated as we are. And what makes our genes then switch on and off is the epigenome. And this is what can be influenced then by our lifestyle and our diet. Isn't that great to be able to find out? It's incredible. That's amazing. And so the influence of, so you're looking at the actual genes themselves or the the epigenetics of that gene? We're looking at the genes themselves. Right. And so which ones um, are you looking at to say you're not picking up disease? That's not the point. That's right. So the point of the genetic testing is really not to um, find out if someone has some nasty disease that they can't do anything about. We're looking at genes that control the function of different areas of the body. So the genes that control our inflammatory response or the genes that control our antioxidant can, can any of the genes or the epigenomes be dominant? 
more so than others, or are they all the oh, same? Oh, of course. Yes, they can. And people can have variations where they inherit one copy from one parent or they have two copies, which comes from both parents, and that's going to influence it maybe to a bit of a worse degree. And, and it's, so there, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it, when yes. you, you know, mum and dad have had, say, a health issue, love to find out a little bit more about that, Kirsty, and, and how you actually got into this. Our wellness consultant, Philip Rankin, is here. That song, Philip, you're having my baby. Oh, that's fantastic. It was perfect. Thanks for the planning on that, Dave. You... <laughs> now, in the pursuit of health, um, this whole new science, Kirsty, is really um, targeting uh, not, not the actual disease, but really what you can do about it. How did you get involved? Where did you find out all, all about this? Well, I originally got involved um, around seven or eight years ago just after my father passed away suddenly of um, a heart condition. He had a heart attack and it led me on to then research the genes surrounding that and what could have been done maybe to prevent that. So the really simple things, you know, that I've come across now with suspecting the certain genes that he may have had that could have really been influenced by interventions like, you know, more hydration, not drinking as much black coffee, um, mm-hmm. taking magnesium supplements, getting exercise, so really simple things that can, you know, prevent these deadly diseases. How, how many, how much of us out there could uh, be changed with an understanding of our, well, about our biochemistry? Well, the good news is, is it's estimated that around 75% of our health and life expectancy after age 40 is modifiable. We've so that's fantastic. We've got the power to change. We yeah. do, yeah. yeah. We can really put the health back in our hands. Now, um, you're looking at, um, we, we mentioned genetics and epigenetics. There's another one. There's another science called nutrigenomics. So this is really how our foods and our nutrition interact with our, gene- our genes. So really, in essence, it's how our food talks to our genes. So we can either have poor choices with our food that's going to damage the DNA in our genes, jamming up the cell's functions and clogging them, or we can choose good food and lifestyle choices that send healthy messages to our genes. It's like finding out what makes you feel good, but it's actually everything to do with your biochemistry, your genetics. It's actually talking to each other, doing an orchestra dance and feeling great. That's right. There's a good reason behind it. Yes, and and even though, you know, we can't change our can't change our genes, we can compensate for their influence by making them the, the right choices. So, so you're choosing supplements, food, lifestyle program according to our genes? Yes, right. that's right. What, what's, what, what happens? What happens when you get it right? Um, when we get it right, so um, some of the benefits then is that we can maintain a healthy weight. Mm-hmm. You know, there are certain genes that influences someone's uh, fat metabolism mm-hmm. and their weight management. So we're looking at improving weight, which is a huge concern for a, a, a huge amount of people. Um, improving your energy. Kirsty, I'll jump in. Yes. Does that mean weight either way? Weight gain, weight loss? If Mostly can't to do put with on? being overweight. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We can t- we can see where that comes from. So yeah. I've done a number of gene profiles on some um, overweight clients, and we can really see then that they have a lot of the fat metabolism genes, and they just have to work harder. Oh, and once great. someone knows that information they feel more empowered and they can take that on instead of that frustration that why don't why is it easy for everyone else and it's not for me and then they they're armed with the information that they need to then put that activity in. That's great. And some of the other benefits then? Um, Well, fitness is a big one too because depending on our genes, if someone does have a lot of the inflammatory genes, 
with their training or their exercise, you know, they may suffer with continued delayed onset muscle soreness, you know, more swelling, more fatigue after exercise. So again, we can really nail it down to the the specific type of exercise that's best for someone. Someone would need to, you know, knock back their training, have more recovery days, go oh. more moderate intensity instead of high intensity, um, so we can work that out. And you could have a team of 13, 15 people who have had that on the weekend, and they could all be different. Exactly. They are different. Yes, so yes. So their plans are different, so they really can tap into their performance. Yes. Great. Um, rest and yeah getting enough sleep you know some of the genes that we find out people have are influenced by adequate sleep so if people have genes to do with their appetite regulation they're genes that control a hormone called leptin which tells our body that we've had enough when we've eaten they actually are regulated or become more sensitive that hormone when someone gets more than six or seven hours sleep a night but if someone's constantly deprived of sleep which you find most people are then they're going to have a problem regulating their appetite. Yeah, Dave, look, um, Kirsty is one of a very few in the world uh, that can test for the fit genes as a fit genes practitioner. Uh, and we're looking at genetic information to tailor specific programs of diet and lifestyle. Kirsty, um, you're on the cutting edge in the sense of um, working with Peter, and it's no, there's no guess to this. There's actually no guessing. Yes. Um, what, what types of conditions does the testing show a predisposition for? Well, the types of conditions um, relate to diabetes and insulin resistance. We can find out about um, cardiovascular disease is a big one I'll, I'll come back to. And with inflammation, the diseases that you're prone to with these inflammatory genes are very wide. But, for instance, just being overweight, um, autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis, Hashimoto's, thyroiditis, even on the autism spectrum disorder will relate to inflammation and our bone health with osteoporosis. Talk about um, the, the one of those. Say, let's go to cardiovascular health. Well, cardiovascular disease is still the number one cause of death in Australia. Um, one Australian dies every 12 minutes from cardiovascular disease. And there's a few genes that influence this. Now, out of the 54 genes that I test for, 44 of those impact on our heart health. And I'll touch on a couple of those genes. Um, with homocysteine, that's regulated by several of the genes that we test. And it's known that elevated homocysteine levels lead to atherosclerosis, also deep vein thrombosis and strokes. So we have several of these genes that we test for and if someone has a mutation in those, then that can lead to that elevation of the homocysteine levels. To get real technical for, for a minute, what does it, what's the address of a gene? What does it, how do you uh, say, name a gene? Well, for instance, with the two of the genes that regulate homocysteine metabolism, it's called the MTHFR gene. And there are two of those, the C677T and the A1298. So people can have different variations of these that then influence the function of the enzyme that that gene codes for. And again, simple interventions. When we know this information, people may need to just take folate, B12, vitamin B6 and vitamin B2 to help reduce this damaging effect. There's no guess there. It's straight exactly. in with the exact information on that's going to work for their genes. Yes, and there's another gene called the COMP gene. And if a person has two copies of this gene, then excess coffee consumption increases the incidence of a heart attack 
And simple intervention, again, magnesium regulates this gene and, of course, reducing coffee intake. Well, you've come, it's wonderful, over 10 years of your, your life as a naturopath must be really exciting to not uh, see a client there to, and not guess. Yes, that's that's right. And and everybody has, um, you know, those issues that they've done everything they can for and they still can't reduce, yeah, they okay. can't reduce their blood pressure or their cholesterol, for instance. And that's a major area that we look at with the genes. So blood pressure, say, for example, you found a gene? In, in the there area. is, yeah. There, there's a, a gene called the AGTR1 gene that regulates our blood pressure and if someone has that a variation in that gene then they will really respond to a reduction in salt where which is really interesting because we get such controversy about whether someone needs salt or whether Mm -hmm. they should be avoiding it so we know if they have this gene then reduction in salt is going to benefit them and another gene called the ace ace inhibitor gene then will respond to potassium um, and also something like ginger and exercise will be really beneficial here. They need to do aerobic exercise. Um, also, the benefits of adding cocoa to their diet or nitrate vegetables to help their blood vessels dilate better for the, br- for the blood pressure. You've got our interest there in genetic mm-hmm. testing. How do we find out more about this? Well, um, there's, a, there's always an awesome blog uh, with mullenhealth.com.au. Uh, ring the girls, Peter, yourself, David and Kate, all in great hands. They've got a wonderful um, program. So call the girls at reception. They are just fantastic, lovely to talk to, um, can put you on the right track. Uh, is on 49614075. And, of course, more details at that website, the all-important website, which is mullenhealth.com.au. Yeah, that's great. And, look, what a wonderful way. Kirsty, thanks for coming in, um, part of that team in there with Peter Mullen um, and, you know, lining you up to have a 21-day reset that's coming up with those guys is fantastic. Yeah, that's right. Peter's got a talk on the radio, um, sorry, a talk on at the clinic next Tuesday night um, about this 21-day reset clean eating challenge. Our special guest today, Kirsty Bednar, with our wellness consultant, Philip Rankin. It's health and wellbeing. Back with you from midday next Tuesday at 2NURFM 103.7.